Hey, it's your girl, the Brown Girl CEO, and you are tuned in to the CEO Chats Podcast, where me, Natalie, talk about open discussions and topics about how to open, start, maintain, and grow your profitable business. If this is the podcast for you, please make sure that you grab your pen and your paper because we are in for a chat. Let's start. Hey, everybody, and welcome to a new episode of CEO Chats. It has been a long while since I've came to the podcast, but please bear with me. It's it's my master's. It's my MBA program that has been kicking my butt. I literally have just a few more weeks left of school so I can graduate, and then I can really pop back into the podcast, into the blogs, and into everything like how I've been doing. So... I hope that you guys are really, really stand by my side in regards to just a lot going on in my life. And so I want to make sure that you guys know what's going on with me. So now this episode, I want to focus on or talk about I gave up, you know, I closed my business. This is what I want to talk about, because for me, um, if you haven't been paying attention to my social media and what's really been going on in my life, I guess you can say some of you don't know what I'm talking about as far as I closed my business. So for those who've been paying attention to the podcast for a minute, been knowing what I've been doing since like May, um, I actually acquired an event space and it was called the C-Suite. And those who have came to the sister circles um, in some of the past few months have experienced coming to um the C-suite and seeing that it is a business lounge and also a business event space and also just an event space in general that I have on Peerspace, which is another additional stream of income that I was making over the course of this year. So, so what happened was I had an event, someone had an event there and it was time for them to leave. It was time for them to in their event because they were going past the time that they were supposed to be there. Now, for me, I hire out for people to come and be event coordinators. So I can lay in the bed and be sleep, go do what I want to do, and somebody works on my behalf, right? So I do a lot of fulfillment. And so that individual, you know, I have it scheduled to where call me when you get there, call me when you're leaving, so I know what's going on. And they ended up calling me while they were there, telling me that they, he arrived there and the people were still in there having their event. And so I told him, Hey, it's past one o'clock. They have to go. They have to leave prior to before that we have had other incidents with them where the police was called because of noise violation, as well as they decided that they were going to smoke in the area. Um, and, it was just a call. It was just an issue all around for the business association, a condo association that I was attached to, to my office facing the community. And then overall, just my rules as for my community guideline rules for having an event here. So when that happened, they were very belligerent, very upset that they had to leave because this is the third time we have told them to act like you have some sense. I'll say it like that. And so they decided to get into my staff's face while even I'm on speakerphone telling them that they have to leave. And that's my staff member. He's there. You have seen him when you came to set up. Y'all have to go. So in the course of that, they decided to strike my staff member in the face. 
a slap in the face. And that resulted into even more of a shuffle to get them out of the door. Besides from the fact that when we arrived, they had damages on the walls, damage to the floor. They had broken my luxury couch that I had, the white couch that I had. And on top of that, like I said, making so much noise to a point that almost my business got a ticket for noise violation and public disturbance for their behavior. So... It was just so much going on that we ended up, of course, having to call the police again. And I was so devastated and angry. Not that the fact that, um, you know, having to call the police, people do stupid stuff all the time. You know, it just happens. Um, You can't control that. There's nothing that you can control about somebody else's behavior. You can't do anything about that. Um, I was more so upset at myself for placing my staff in that situation when when technically um, it just should not have happened. Now, there is, like I said, I can't control everybody's actions and what they do. But to me, as a business owner, as an event space owner, um, entrepreneur, everything, it shook me and devastated me that I couldn't protect my team, my most important part of my business is my team. Within our media agency and our media printing, my I love my team like their family. I treat we have a very family oriented kind of vibe when it comes to in our media and what we do here in our media agency and printing. So if somebody I couldn't be able to protect my team, the whole business took a shit. You know, like the whole business just got slapped. That's what just happened. And me as the person, the point of contact, they are immediately looking at me for resolutions, how to resolve this professionally. And so luckily, like I told them, relax, calm down, lock every single door, call the police, do not worry about the damages. I have business insurance on my own and I have business insurance through this event space platform. We good. We good. The most important right now is your safety. And for that moment of waiting for the police to arrive, I felt hopeless in my business. I felt hopeless as an entrepreneur. I felt hopeless as a person of a a leader making sure that this individual was safe because of the danger that just happened based upon an individual that I allowed in my space. And so that really, really devastated me for days, for days, y'all, for a whole week. I was, you know, talking to myself about how can I not have this happen again? How can I protect myself, my team, and my business without this happening again? So what ended up happening because of that violent attack and that having to be on the police report, and there were three done that day, when you're in an association and when you're part of a group, they can petition for you to not do something because it's hindering the community, it's hindering the area. So I was going to be petitioned to be out. So instead of me saying, I'm going to wait till y'all petition me, you know, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't, uh, what's, off Wolf of Wall Street, I'm not fucking leaving. I didn't have, like, that's my favorite part of the movie, but no, I'm leaving, okay? If God is telling me that this is something that I just need to wash my hands off with, I don't care about how much time and money, and a lot of people have a lot of pride in why they don't want to 
do or feel like they got to continue to put themselves through something in entrepreneurship and business. And I am a-okay with packing my shit and leaving and rebooting my shit. I'm, I'm okay with that. I don't give a damn how anybody feels that I packed my bags and I left and I went to another space. One that was secluded, one that I will not have to continue to do. I closed my business. The C-suite is closed. And I felt a huge relief when I came to that, that idea after sitting for about 24 hours and saying, what will be the resolution for this? You know, my staff called me that next morning and thoroughly again explained his anger and was very concerned and worried about me because if I'm a female and these were males that put their hands on him, how would that have been for me as a female if I would have been in that position myself? And so for me, I mean, I, I felt as a business owner, sometimes you got to know when it's time to go. Sometimes you got to know when it's time to let go. If I'm not making enough impact is how I want it to. If I'm not making enough money how I want it to, this is causing a lot more stress on me than it needs to be. Remove yourself. Leave, do what you have to do, and don't worry about it. Some people ain't got no damn office spacing. Some people don't have the, the, the wherewithal to even get what I have gotten. So don't ever feel like it's a terrible thing to shut down and close down and restart your business and what you have to do. I am a, in, I don't even know the word. I'm, I'm an advocate for positive energy. I'm an advocate for doing what you know and feels right 100%, especially in your passion. So for me, closing the C-suite, although I really truly do br- believe in bringing the C-suite back when I have the opportunity to in the right mental state to bring it back and do it the right way, I will, of course, bring the C-suite back if I feel like it because the C-suite was just a beautiful location. It was so secluded and, and not secluded, but it was so open and inviting and, and a, a beautiful place that I put, of course, my time and my money into. And I feel like that was a lesson learned that God gave me, like letting me know that if there's something that you want really badly, you're going to you're going to continue to get at it. And there might be a downfall to whatever situations that you're going through, but you have to realize that you have a network, you have a platform that you really need to be focusing on. And if giving the C-suite was the beginning of helping other people get their platform together and getting them to a point of where you're at right now, that might not be the platform that you need to create physically right now. You might need to stay virtually helping and assisting people because just how that just happened, some people just don't give a damn about what you put into your business, how much energy, how much blood, how much sleepless nights you didn't put into it. They will come in and like they did, break your damn couch, ruin your walls, throw alcohol and liquor and stupid stuff all over the floor because they drunk and belligerent and do not care. Because this is their event that they wanted to have and they paid their money for. And on top of that, put their hands on somebody when that's an assault. And you can get arrested for that. There can be a warrant out for your arrest for ignorant behavior like that. And so for me in 2019, I have really noticed that especially in women entrepreneurship and women empowerment. And I know a lot of you women 
um, who are listening to this know exactly what I'm talking about. Some women just nice, nasty. Some women just don't care. Some women just want to be in the room. Some people just want to be in the know. And I want to make sure that any business that I'm starting for any entrepreneur to make a way for themselves, I want to make sure that it's 100% right. And the feeling of the C-suite leading up into that day, um, I was contemplating moving already because it, of course, it was about 40 minutes of a drive for me. And so I was contemplating, I remember, okay, I'm going to move my office closer in 2020 because I want to be closer to my office. You know, I don't want to drive so far. And although this was an abrupt halt, I believe personally that God was letting me know that sometimes you just cannot give everybody your platform because not everybody appreciates it. You need to learn how to appreciate what you have. And that way, when you do that, you, you're able to really, really know what people need and how to create and cultivate that space. From day one, when I opened up the C-suite, I was not there alone. I have people there all the time. And a beautiful um, message my mom gave me when I was younger was, um, or she said that my grandfather told her that as well. No, don't ever, ever get a place with somebody else. Ever. Learn how to live on your own. When you have the opportunity to, learn how to live on your own. Which is why I don't, I never had roommates when I was literally able to do it on my own. So, because I wanted to learn how to appreciate what I have. Learn how to appreciate myself and my successes. And because sometimes when you give other people that access to it, who didn't fight as hard as you did to get this, they will dismantle it. They will tear it down and rip it down. And I wanted to come to the podcast and be extremely transparent with that because I feel like a lot of times we always think that if we, and I did get a lot of DMs. So if y'all listen to this and y'all definitely was the ones who sent the DMs, please trust me. I'm not trying to shade y'all. But a lot of people feel that when they fall flat on their face, that it's embarrassing. And they scared to get up. Or they feel like they got to stay on that ground and hold the ground down. Like, I got this, OPP. No. I fell and I slapped myself on the face. I need to go to the hospital. This is bad. 911. My neck, my back, my neck, and my back. Okay? It's, it's broke. It's okay to say that. It's A-okay to say that. I'm not embarrassed to say I had to close a business. I'm not embarrassed to say I had to move my office. And that's the thing I feel like that people are not transparent with their lifestyle when it comes to this social media, when it comes to entrepreneurship. And for me to even create the Brown Girl CEO Network, for me to even create the CEO Bootcamp that will be in May 2020, for me to even create the CEO Chats, I'm coming to you all realistic 100% and letting you know that this shit ain't easy. It's hard as hell. I had to sit here when that happened, manage my worker. Make sure the police understood and knew that we literally were, had a license to be here. Making sure that my business was not tarnished. You know, making sure that I had called my business insurance to let them know what happened. Making sure that I called Peerspace and screenshotting, taking pictures of the areas to let them know this is a damage, this is a claim, this is a lawsuit. You know, it's a lot of work, a lot of work. And if you're not mentally prepared for that, you're not mentally prepared to be an entrepreneur. If you're not okay with falling flat on your face and people watching you fall flat on your face until one day that you ain't you you good and you standing, you ain't gonna never fall, you're not prepared for this. I have failed plenty of times in this year 
of entrepreneurship, failed plenty of times. And I didn't really talk to everybody about it. You know what I'm saying? I didn't really come to a lot of people about it. Most of y'all knew because I don't even care about it on social media. Most people knew what was going on with me. But this is a huge fall in entrepreneurship that I wanted to share with you all to open up a space, to pay for the renovation, to pay for the furniture, to have it open, not even a year and having to move it because of a situation that happened and being in an area where I'm at, where they petition you to move, you know, that's a huge situation and it might happen to you. It might, it might happen to you in a different way. You might not even be in an events-based business, but it might, have, it might happen to you and you're sitting there like, damn, what do I do now? And I'm here to tell you, this is what I had to do. This is why certain things are needed when you start your business, business insurance, making sure you have people that's working for you that understands to remain professional at all times, to call the police, to make sure that you're setting yourself up for success when this happens. So you have somebody else, okay, hey, I got money um, saved up. I can go to this person to get a new space or whatever. I had a network where I knew someone who had office spaces immediately readily available. Now, granted, I have to renovate and redo everything again. But at the end of the day, and I minimized what I did because I no longer have that business right now or it's not in fruition right now. I know that in the smaller scale, I'm able to focus on in our media agency and our media printing and another business opportunity that I want to start that does not require such a larger space. So for me, I really want people to understand that when you are at a, at a fight and flight moment with your business, well, whatever it is that you are doing, whether that's something just recently happened, you notice you're losing money more than you're making money, you're realizing no one is buying product from you, realize that you might have to revamp the situation. You might have to rethink the situation. You might have to take a step back and think, how and what other way can I do this to where it's not putting myself, my finances, or my staff in harm? Now, this person still works for me or still does does things for me and still has a great relationship with me because of how I handled the situation. But like I said, at the end of the day, I love security. I love being able to make sure I'm providing for my team, being a leader and showing them how to handle situations if they so choose to have their own business as well. So I'm wanting, like I said, I want to come to this podcast completely transparent Please don't send me, oh my God, what was me? I'm so sorry that happened to you. I personally am a person who believes things happen like that or do or things like that occur because God probably is changing the way that I'm supposed to be running and managing my businesses. The C-suite currently right now, of course, is like I said, dissolved and I'll come back to it. I'm not really booty hurt about the situation. I'm not upset about it. It's not going to hold me back. I'm able to move somewhere else and really focus on what I need to do. I'm 20 minutes away from the house right now compared to 45 minutes. To be honest, thank you. <laughs> like, not to say, damn, somebody had to go in a fight and put me down, but more so, this was probably needed for 2020. Something else is coming. Something bigger is going to be coming. And I'm just grateful for it. So another thing that I also wanted to kind of play into pop culture and speak again as well about this episode is actually talking about Summer Walker. Um, Now, I know some people have possibly um, 
you know, know what's going on with the Summer Walker situation um, or whatnot. I've have heard about uh, what's possibly going on with her, whatnot. So here is here is what happened. So Summer Walker, for one, has been having issues. She's a, she's a singer. She's a she's a independent art. No, no, she's independent, but she's an artist, and she makes uh, very sensual music. Uh, she has a very good album coming out. She's kind of like a Janae. Aiko kind of feel kind of vibe but then again like a scissor um or like um Ari Lennox so she decided to have a concert and do meet and greets one person who was having the meet and greets um with her uh decided or they went viral from saying their experience with Summer Walker um stating that when they were at the meet and greet she they were told that they can only be there for 20 to 30 seconds they can get a picture and then they can keep moving now normally meet and greets are hi how you doing you know as I fell in love with you oh that's great keep moving well let's take a picture together you know that like they're more interactive than just take a picture move so she was saying how she felt that was so impersonable of Summer Walker to do that. And we understand that you felt some type of way towards your fans when she did make a post that she does not like to take showers. And she has a bowl and a towel that she uses or whatever the case. I guess her tour bus don't have, a, it only has a shower and she don't like showers. She likes taking baths. People took that as if she don't wash her ass. She just uses soap and water in a bowl and they felt it was nasty, which at that time while she's on tour, yes, she only uses soap and water in a bowl because she don't like taking showers. Okay, whatever. Every woman to themselves, I know what I do with my lady parts and that's not one of them. Um, I'm going to take that shower. So it's her personal preference. So people were dragging her um, by her final toenail in regards to how she washes herself. And People felt that that's why she did not want to have the meet and greet go the way that typical meet and greets go. So I made a status um, in regards to if you're going to be a entrepreneur, you know, don't make the decision to behave with your passion and what you love to do similar to what Summer Walker did. So and basically... What I mean by that is don't self-inflict pain onto yourself by reading what naysayers say and then getting your emotions and lose your passion for what you have for your art. Don't force yourself to do meet and greets with people if you're truly not a people person. So people will ruin their own goals and blessings because you're forcing yourself to be doing something eternally you are not. Some things you just don't have to do. If you don't want to interact with people on a regular and, you know, feed positivity into broken spirits, as they say, because she said that the reason why she didn't want to uh, connect with these people was because people's spirits and energies can be transferred over. Facts. I feel you on that, but that is not the opportunity <laughs> to say that because you're at this point, now you're going to have to reevaluate the industry and the service of people that you're in and rearrange your life goals. So a lot of people were saying that she's having mental issues and she's had social anxiety. That's why, you know, blah, blah, blah. I feel you. I get you on that. This is just not the industry for Summer Walker. This is it's just not. Um, so she she moved forward and decided to cancel the entire concert because of her social anxiety. Great, great. 
I'm glad you did that. And so to, I guess, chime it into this episode. And what I mean by that is when you realize that you are at a point with your life that it's not working for you mentally, physically, spiritually, everything, leave it, leave it be, don't do it because you're going to constantly be something you don't want to be in. Like I said, when I close the C-suite, I have no harsh feelings towards myself. You need to get your emotions together because right now you are so family oriented and you take so much heat. He ain't even slap you, girl. You acting like he slapped you, but he did. You know, that's how I felt. He slapped me. He punched me in the jaw. I'm, I'm on all, I'm, I, I didn't fell out. I'm at the hospital on life support. That's how I felt when I heard it. When I heard the slap go through on the phone and the phone fell on the floor and I'm just yelling, Call the police. You know, I felt like I've been hit. It is what it is. So I feel like if that's going to be the situation, my anxiety is going to go crazy and nuts because of the protection of my team. I need to remove myself. So some other people were saying that, you know, Summer Walker is a prime example of why I keep my mental health issues private. Humans won't be worse and will always lack compassion and sense till it's time for them um, or someone they love. People cap all day how they advocate for mental health and then have the nerve to say, nah, I think she doing too much. It's not that serious. How? It's her social anxiety. So I feel like it's not that she's doing too much. It's the fact that she needs to be 100% with her issues and should have a better team to tell her not to do it. Or she needs to be 100% real that she has mental issues. So everyone has faults, but we need to be more aware and speak up when necessary to not put ourselves through self-inflicted pain while we are pursuing our passions. So for me and why I said that was because I'm bipolar. Everybody knows I'm bipolar. Everybody knows I'm extremely sensitive. I'm a cancer. I am self-aware of my issues. So if I want to put myself in something, I'm going to do something, or you tell me this is what you need to be doing per our contract, I'm going to reiterate that situation. No, honey, this is what we're doing because I have this, I have that, I can't do that. And if I get on that stage, I can guarantee you my emotions are going to be out of whack and you need me to be at a 100%. And this is why I said she needs a better team. She And she also needs to speak up for herself. And to chime that in to being an entrepreneur, if you have someone or a business opportunity that's coming your way and you're not feeling 100% with this, your client is demanding for you to do X, Y, Z and you just said you don't do that, but they still want you to do it. Or they're coming at you all types of sideways or just any kind of thing. When it comes to your business, you have to stand up for yourself and let yourself know when you need to be removed from this situation. Or when you need to take reins of what then where this is going. Especially if you're the prime individual involved in that. Such as Summer Walker. She's the artist. Ain't nobody getting paid unless she go on that stage. So if I'm going to go on that stage, I need to go on that stage like how I, like how I need to be. Period. So another thing is that um, one other person I was definitely talking to on social media was like that she thinks that um, she probably needs to stop doing the um, she probably just needs to stop making music, not making stop, not stop making music um, and creating. But she wants her to just take a step back. So she the person I was talking to believe that she doesn't um, have one of the hard. She has one of the hardest albums out right now. So what she technically needs to do is just take a step back. Very similar to how I felt. If the C-suite is going to be closed, it's going to be closed. And I ain't going to have no ifs, ands, and buts about it. 
And so I need to take a step back and rearrange what I'm doing because I'm lo- I'm going to lose focus trying to keep trying to open up this business when I have two other or three other businesses that I need to be focusing on as well. So take a step back and realize where you need to reevaluate yourself. So, and I, I haven't really been a fan of Summer Walker for a minute. I don't really listen to her music like thoroughly like that, but I know that she does have good quality, but as I say, I think she needs a better team who respects her issues and she needs to find her voice to say what she will and will not do moving forward before going ahead and just doing something. Before I before I sign a contract, before I do this business with you, before I do whatever, I need to be 100% real with you. I don't like half-ass work. And I've been looking at some of the things that's been going on. I don't personally like it. That's not my business motto. That's not how my business operates. So if I'm going to join this team, you come to me and you want me to join this team or help you with your brand, that needs to be changed. Other than that, we don't have to work with each other. Because I believe that every client that I work with, every business partner that I work with, I treat them like family. And I feel like they should be a soulmate. You know, that's how I feel. So if I'm making and I'm creating art, Everybody around me has to understand my artist mode. If you don't respect my artist mode, I can't be 100% an artist. I can't be free in making my art. I'm under stress. I'm under anxiety. I'm not at my 100% artist mode. And you all have to respect that. And so some things that I wish that Summer Walker, you know, would have is a mentor to guide her into what she needs to do in regards to making these decisions. I might be a virtual mentor for some people. You clearly listen to the podcast. Woohoo. Um, you know, I think that she needs like a Beyonce or The Weeknd or Erica Badu or Lauren Hill on her side to say, I don't do interviews. I don't interview. Nobody interview me unless I paid them and they interview me and I'm releasing that video, Beyonce. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody's going to make me look like a fool. Um, on top of that, I have a team that respects the fact that they're not going to put out any of my personal business unless I want them to. Um, when people meet with Beyonce and any other artist, they have to sign an affidavit. Uh, not affidavit, excuse me. They have to sign a non-disclosure agreement form. Anything that I talk about while I'm here, anything that you see, you better not. And I mean, you better. You better not release that information because we're. this is my personal life and I don't share it with the public like that. So you, when you see me yelling at my husband, you see me changing my child's diaper, do not take a picture and put that on social media or I'm going to sue you. You know, a lot of artists have non-disclosure forms. A lot of artists also do not do meet and greets. Beyonce don't do meet and greets. The weekend. For years, for years, you can't even find the weekend doing an interview. I don't think you still can. You know, he just doesn't, he don't want to do it. Beyonce and her team took a step back and said, okay, she can't, she can't act. She can't speak very well. Um, <laughs> We're going to pull her back from interviews. She ain't doing interviews no more. Now that she's solo, she just doesn't want to. It's too taxing on her. She just doesn't want to involve herself in that. Summer, you might need to get you a good team player who understands that if you're not in your 100%, it's not going to work. If you can't come to your job and your business 100%, it ain't for you. So I personally feel like, oh, maybe she needs to be like a chance to rapper. I will make my own music and my own money. You ain't finna tell me how I'm finna do this because I don't feel like doing it this way. 
I want to art. I want to make, you know, I want to make art. I want to make music. I want to inspire my fans. I want to talk about life things that's going on with me with no strings attached. And sometimes some people sign stuff to get money, which is all money and good money, honey, bringing it back to business. I don't take a client that ain't ready, that ain't prepared, that's not doing anything, that has that doesn't have the same drive that I have when it comes to entrepreneurship. I'm not working with you. And I have, and, and I have all of the, all of the right to deny it, to work with you because I just don't, you know, and I, and you have the availability to choose that because I want to choose the energy that I work around. And Summer did make that decision mid concert, mid situation. But I feel like as a woman, as a, as a entrepreneur, as a creative we have to be in control of what and how we interact um, with, with, with the people that we're creating the art for and the creativity for. We have an audience. Everyone has an audience. Everyone has a customer. Everybody has that. But we have to make sure that we're creating a brand that speaks to us 100%. If you're dealing with mental issues, you're dealing with situations that are causing you grief, holding on to this business is stressing you the hell out because you're losing more money than ever or the client, the people business and their energies and their arguments and their ignorance is causing you to bet, bet, oh Lord, causing you to hit heads with your business, you remove yourself. No business is that serious. It wouldn't, it wouldn't cause you that much pain. In our media, it gives me a headache, but it ain't never gave me no migraine. You get what I'm saying? Like, I got some stinky, some stinky clients. I do. Whatever. They get on my nerves. I get on their nerves. I bet I do. But it ain't never get to the point where, oh, no, nope, I'm done. I don't hate, nope. It ain't never got to that point. And if it does get to that point, I'm not that prideful to not walk away. I'm not, you're not going to hold me hostage in this business because everybody knows me for being an entrepreneur. Girl, bye. If I, y'all sleep. If in our media start losing money and I'm in the negatives, baby, I'm gone. I'm gone. I'm going to go get a job. <laughs> like it ain't that serious. It's not that serious. I will sell this office and keep it moving and come back to it when I feel like it. Or if I don't, I don't. I become an old fart and I don't feel like doing business no more. I'm 60, 70 years old. I don't feel like making your logo gone now. Hey, it is what it is. It's life and we are humans. We as individuals, as creatives and as as entrepreneurs, I think in a, as well as probably that summer's issue is that people feel like we have to be immune to mental illness. We have to be immune to the things that are going around us personally. We have to produce, 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 produce. Not true. We are human beings. We fail. We fail at things. We just do. And if we know ahead of time what is our issue, going back to my status that I said, don't start off like a summer walker, not being aware of your voice and saying what you can and cannot do because you are self-aware as a woman or as a man, what is the what could be your downfall to your own greatness? If we are not starting our business and our journeys like that, we gonna fail and fall flat on our faces and be so embarrassed that that happened, hold so much pride, which is why I'm 100% real and I'm bipolar. 
I battle with my bipolar from time to time, but it is my mental gift. It is what it is. When I'm in my mode of, of greatness, I can create greatness and I can do great things. You know, so I'm aware that I'm with my bipolar. I got a little bit of OCD, which is perfect when it comes to designing. I look at every letter, every circle, every person's picture got to be on point. It just got to be. I function like that and I accept my mental gift in that manner. So I think what Summer has to do is really respect the fact that social anxiety isn't a bad thing, honey. It's not. Don't halt all your work. Rearrange how you got to do it with this mental situation. You can still do concerts. We just ain't doing meet and greets. Don't cancel your money, honey. There's people that pay for them tickets. <laughs> Keep making your money. Just say you you'll refund the people that do the meet and greets. That's it. Now, going on stage is even causing you issue. All right, cool. Take off the stage. Just make your music. Sell it on SoundCloud, Apple. You know, keep it moving. Do, <laughs> do what you have to do. Do what you got to do. But I hope this episode of I Closed My Business really helps somebody who right now is at fight and flight moment with their business. And either they're going to fight it out um, until the wheels fall off, till they're tired, or they're just going to leave it. And come back to it when they got that when they got that one hundred percent and they're all in it. I love you, babe, so much. I cannot wait to bring back the next episode. I have another surprise that I want to be talking to you guys about and bringing up in the next up and coming episodes. Uh, of course, with my master's being done, and I want to come and tell you guys uh, about that experience being a full time student and also being a full time entrepreneur. Um, and I also, like I said, I have an- another surprise. And of course, um, we will be bringing back the CEO boot camp. It will be in May, the third week in May, that three-day weekend. And so we will be taking over Chicago yet again. If you see my dab, oh, oh, yes, I'm very excited to bring the CEO boot camp um, back again. And um, I will be looking for individuals who want to join the team to help with event coordination, to help with registration, to help with um, speaking. Obviously, we want some speakers. Um, and we also want to have um, panelists. So I'm going to be releasing that information yet again. Uh, it will probably be occurring in January. Um, that way I get everybody's applications and the process and stuff like that all together. So be on the lookout for these upcoming episodes and be on the lookout, of course, for the CEO Bootcamp and more information on how you can be a part of the board to make this event a success or to actually be in the event as a speaker, as a presentation host, uh, as a panelist, or we will be uh, having vendors as well. So I love y'all again, always and forever. Make sure if you got any questions, comments for me, subscribe to the podcast, all that fancy jazz. I will be always able to communicate with you guys. Alrighty, see you on the next episode. Bye. Hey, like the episode that much? Make sure you comment, like, and subscribe. And if you want to join us on Instagram and on any other social media platforms, we are Brown Girl CEO Network. And if you like me that much, make sure you follow me on Instagram at the Natalie Rochelle. That's V with two E's, Natalie Rochelle. Thanks and see you in the next episode.